Episode number 151 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tom, nothing's really looking um, of note just now. You know, you've got a boring polo shirt on there. You've you've got no fancy beard on. You've got you've got a drawer behind you this time that looks like folded folded pants. I think it is behind you. That's that's about it. There's nothing really nothing really exciting on you today. Why is that, Tommy? Are you, is it is it a is it a, is it, a, is, it a, is it the the Monday blues? Is it? What it's it? not not at all. It's it's work. I'm just I mean work mode. But I mean of all the weeks to start off the boring start, Kyle. Come on, we've got think of what's happening. Man. We've got the it's an Olympic weekend. We've had we're three days into the four days in fact into the athletics at Tokyo 2021. Uh, we've got all that to talk about tonight. We've got Aaron Wallace on the show tonight. So I'm um, I might I might look dull in my polo and uh, and setting, but I can assure you I'm I'm raring to go tonight. Well, I'm glad to hear it, Tommy. And I, I'm I'm wondering maybe you know the the positivity coming from you is because of the you know you subscribed to Eurosport, I think it was. Is that oh, right? Oh yes, I did. So <laughs> listeners on that one. So I think a few listeners uh, appreciated the TRS top tip there. But the BBC Sport. I am not in the UK, so I'm not. It's a pain in the arse. To Let's get the rant. We, we, we've we've changed the rant. To the, from the start, from the end, the, we're going to oh. open with a rant. I'm <laughs> ranting on. I'm ranting on the behalf on behalf of the UK public. I mean, I'm not in the UK at the moment, and mm-hmm. I'm not watching BBC. But I understand this is this sums it up. The BBC today showed uh, artistic swimming and dressage instead of the women's five thousand meter final, <laughs> which is an absolute nonsense. Now I understand the BBC are looking to prioritise British athletes competing. When they at a time when they don't have full access, and you can debate why they don't have full access and the 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 monetary side of all that, but at the end of the day, you should be putting a final on. And the maybe we're heavily biased, of course, but the women's five thousand. Come on, I mean it's classic BBC. If it's not beyond the hundred meter final, they don't seem to care as a unless a Brit's involved. You know, (laughs) I'm into that, brother. Yeah, I, I think you're uh, you're you're bang on. Like, see, trying to find some of these finals, like, oh my, then you can't even find them two hours after you've played them. So, you know, there was my rant last week about going on social media in the morning. Like, you may as well just stay <laughs> off social media until the, the you know the next day. Uh, but then you need to stay off it again because you know you're going to get some more spoiler alerts by the time the the BBC you know, actually bring out the, the 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 sessions and the the finals and things. But so I I subscribe to Eurosport on Prime, but I can't find the Glad. I can't find the races. <laughs> oh no! I, just, I mean, Eurosport is if you get, you should get the Eurosport player app. That's, really that's good. what I've got. I've got that. I've got mm. it on. But I can't find it. Oh, yeah. Well, they have they have got them all on. I mean, we've we've been watching athletics on there, and I think you know what's interesting in France. Terrestrial TV doesn't cover all the events. And actually, it's pretty much like the UK. They seem to only show the events that the French are competing in and, and some of the big hits as well. So I'm, I'm, we, we've obviously paid to get Eurosport. We paid at the start of the year to get the Spring Classics on the cycling, and it's, it's been a pretty handy to have for the Olympics. But I think it's interesting moving forward. Is this is, we've, if you think about, like, say, Athens 2004, you didn't have the option to watch every sport live. I guess Beijing. I'm not even sure it was Beijing. I probably London and um, Rio with the with the sort of the 
the progress of digital and, and streaming and red button and all that, we've found ourselves in a play, a luxury where you can watch every sport yeah. on demand. And actually, I think then it, it does start to, I understand that some people are challenging and saying, what about legacy? How, how can you hope to inspire kids if they can't watch these big sports? I think track is one of those sports you should be able to watch because it's so it's much more accessible than, than, uh, than dressage. I mean, you know, a sport which I, no disrespect to anyone who, who 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 is uh, into dressage or competes in dressage, but it's not an accessible sport. You know, you need a first thing, you need a horse to do it. So it's it's by definition, you know, I'm I'm not sure how many how many kids are inspiring, but running, we love it. You can put on a pair of shoes and can do it. I'm watching that five thousand tonight. We can we'll come to that, but it was this afternoon. It's great. That's that's the that's what the Olympics is all about. Just watching. You know, you had you know the three the three Kenyans in the mix there, Hassan in there. The you know the there was an Italian off the back of the group, the two Americans. Right. Yeah, it was it's just classic Olympic music. Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, let's get let's get right into it. Um, but uh, are we are we finished with the rant? Are we? I think we are. I think well, I, I've I'll just finish in the rant. My only thing is you you've got Eurosport. I've got Eurosport. It's about five ninety nine a month on a month by month basis. You can cancel it. I don't want to hear people complaining about they can't see the sports. If you're an athletics fan, <laughs> it's five ninety nine a month. So I do understand the rant that it's not available, but just, people who just, are not prepared to fork out for it, you're you're getting hours, you're getting hours and hours of entertainment. I, I just I don't understand why you wouldn't pay that for. I agree if it was an annual commitment, I get why you would bulk at that a wee bit, but you can literally sign up just for the Olympics and then it's on you if you forget the cancel. You can so, get a week's trial as well. That's what I've got right now. <laughs> there you go then. <laughs> you, 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 Kyle's good until, well, that, will, you get, will you get the marathon? Yeah, Hopefully I, BBC I, will I cover it. You've got I'm a Brit, I'm, plenty of Brits in there. Debbie's account. Okay. I'm, 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 what I've just said, I probably incriminated myself by just saying what I've said. I'll probably get a ban of some sort by saying that. But uh, <laughs> So yeah, I mean, well, well, that's that's true. You, 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 for me, I have to just find the, the the athletics. I need to work out how to use my uh, Eurosport player. That's my yeah. That, that, that's a good thing there. to learn. Yeah. Well, what about we've got so in about fifteen minutes, just under fifteen have minutes. Erin Moss uh, is going to join us, which is going to be yeah. exciting. So why don't we catch up on what you've been doing in the last week? Uh, we'll speak to Erin, then we can go into Olympics. How does that sound? Well, it sounds good, but just uh, on the on the back of rants, I, I wanted to get the other rant out of the way. We had a, a listener who, uh, who 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 put in a wee rant there, so I'm going to read it for you, folks. Since we're on the rants, we've we've topsy turvy this thing. Uh, Dear TRS, please please tell everyone to stop moaning about the weather. Slow down if need be. <laughs> Keep well hydrated. Get some factor 150 on, not 50, 150 on, and stop moaning. Think ahead when it's February. Blowing a hooli with a wind chill factor of minus 10. I, for one, am loving the weather. I'm happy to be named Dave Fabrichen, sun worshipper. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he's, if, if he's Fabrichen, he's definitely a sun worshipper. I'm sure yeah. he's, he, gets, he doesn't get much sun. So, I, I, yeah, I'm into that as well. I think he's, he's bang on the money there. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really moan about the weather i don't uh, yeah you, you don't really moan about the weather either you you know being a non-ginger you are you know you you can tan quite well compared to someone like me yeah i think it's i mean again i've maybe moaned not moaned but maybe 
I've done the classic Strava wanker behavior where you put like a, a wee comment just to tell everyone that it's a, uh, oh yeah, it was pretty hot when I was doing that run there. Just, you know, almost like right. an asterisk against why you've, why, why you've fallen to bits in the last part of your long run. Um, but I mean, that's, uh, you know, what the, what was it, the old adage, piss poor preparation equals poor results, exactly. poor performance. Yeah. So, you know, if you go out, for, you know, and I've done it, you go out for a long run in the heat, you don't take water, you go out, you don't check your pace. I've raced, I remember London, was it London 2016? The hot, oh, hot one. And yeah. I, oh, I, I overcooked it at the start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't adjust my pacing. I overcooked it. Uh, and I, yeah, I, it was all on me. I took, I then, I then took too much water and got, I just fell apart, got a stitch. It was a lot of excuses, but ultimately it was all on me. And I think that even your sessions, you know, it's, if it's warm, just knock back the pace a bit. It's not going to, it's, you're still going to get a good session out of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I, I don't have much else to say, but yeah, I think it's a cracking rant in there. I'm glad the rants are coming back, you know. I mean, we had to kind of make them up ourselves, you know. It was uh, exactly, but, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of the rants and it was it was putting me down, but I'm glad everyone else is starting to, yeah, bring them up. So keep them coming, folks. Anything I, and everything. Is, you know is what? It's, on, a, on a rant, you know, I'm surprised, and this is not a rant, but I'm surprised we haven't had many more, more people ranting about Races not coming back. And I think it looks like races are slowly but surely coming back. Really, Not really quite in the form that we had. You know, we're not, you're not seeing week in, week out, 10K through the summer yet. A lot of races are still getting cancelled. I don't quite understand why. Maybe it's organisers can't really afford to take the doubt. I don't know. But one thing I want to talk about is I was out um, from a run on... I went for a, a run on Sunday. And I came across, like, there was, like, red tape across the road. And I was thinking... What, what's going on there? Is that a closed road? And as I got towards it, I don't have my glasses on, I'm running, it's not that great. And I can see things bobbing across. I'm thinking, is this a cross-country event? You know, red and white tape in the park. As I got closer, I thought, no, they're moving too fast to be runners. Are they like, was that, are they, is this, a, is this like a bike race? And I got, anyway, I got up there. There was a rollerblading event in the park. Oh. It was dynamite. And there was, yes. a, it made me think of, it was Ali Beeman who was on his Berlin effort. But this thing was amazing. Like it was a six-hour endurance event. One of the guys was telling me, and uh, there, there's like a really option. There's teams, people in like full like kit. It looks like bike kit. You know, it's very. It's almost the same as cycling kit, I guess. Like the chamois, they've got jersey pockets. It's all tight. But these folk are absolutely shifting. And of course, my maybe I'm just because I'm, I'm starved the races for a while and I'm being injured. I'm looking for anything I can do, and I'm thinking, oh, I, I need to sign up for this. Oh. <laughs> like, this is what I need to do next year. But it's uh, it was really cool actually, and I, I thought, and it, it was actually it was the it was just lovely to see a race, an event, a sporting event. On you know, and there was there must have been about a hundred people, so people doing it. They were doing a four k lap. There were uh, there was feed stations. There was crowds watching. It was very cool, and it made me. It really. I mean, I'm not running much at the moment. I'm I think London's out the window. I really hope I can get back for Valencia and do some racing in in autumn still. But it really got me thinking. Oh. I can't wait to tour Startling again. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I'm the same. Uh, I was looking at some races as well, you know, like just local ones around, but there was one called like the Red Run or something like that, and it was like a 5K near where I live. But I mean, I'm like thick in the, the training, you know, my own training in terms of ultra stuff. And Oh, yeah. That. Of course, you've got a race at, coming. That's it. I looked at the 5K race, and all I, all I could see was children, you know, 
at the start line. <laughs> it's like crap is all over again for you. <laughs> the Pied Piper job, you know, and I thought, uh, I, I think, <laughs> of course, I think one of our listeners, Quentin, was one of the Piper. <laughs> uh, he, he, he popped up in the, in, in the... He's got he's got a form for that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like, good on him, like, but, uh, yeah, I, did, I, I don't know, you know, it's, it'd be nice to, to line up and, you know, lace my shoes up, but Talking about lacing my shoes up, you know what I did in on on Sunday, Tommy. Well, I saw your Strava, so I know. But tell oh, us, I'm oh, bouncing bouncing about. Oh, I was bouncing. I tell you that I was bouncing along that ten miles. Uh, so I did a for for all you uh, non ultra runners, a uh, part of this hundred hundred k training. I decided to do a forty mile on Sunday, um, and it was basically uh, thirty miles on the treadmill, which I, I don't even know why I did it, but I did it. I didn't get any PTSD after the treadmill challenge almost a year ago now. Holy moly. Uh, and then I ended up, I thought, right, I'll, I'll, I'll hit out another 10 miles, but I'm going to test out my alpha flies on tired legs. And boy, oh boy, Tommy, they just, honestly, it was like only like five or six strides to the end. They were just amazing. Mm, nice. um, and like, it's been a while since I've wore like something, you know, that's le- got huge, you know, le- legit makes you feel like you're flying, you know. Uh, I mean, those Nike four percents I've got, I haven't worn them for a while. They're still hidden in the the, the, the depths of my closet, ready to pounce when the the time is right. But uh, oh man, they're just just ace, like you know. It just it gives it, 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 it it's basically giving me that extra bit of confidence when it comes to the race because I didn't on 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 the on the Sunday I I kind of decided I would. I would feel minimally so that I would try and, you know, work into my fat stores at the, the hundred K pace. And, and I ended up feeling fine, you know, and I think it was to do a lot to do with, you know, feeling well before and being hydrated. But I mean, I drank quite a lot. I was probably practicing more of my hydration strategy than my sort of carbohydrate strategy, if you like. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm quite happy. I was quite happy with getting that 40 in. It was, it was, uh, it was, it was, I, I was quite, um, I did a, a, a session on the Friday, which was like a half marathon pace, well, say half marathon. It was a marathon pace session about 5.35 in the treadmill. So the three times 10K and, uh, and yes, yeah, so I only had like a day's recovery. For me, that's a day recovery, you know, doing a session and then a session is quite, isn't, isn't, you know, I, I kind of gave, gave me a little bit of fear you know but uh yeah that was that's three weeks less than three weeks to go now tommy to the the acp 100k and i got my kit on the on the friday and fully fully kitted out with the the team scotland and uh ready to go so i got Excellent. my wee kit i got a wee kit bag that says scotland in the back of it so i'll be nice i'll be taking that to work well working from home mind you but hey <laughs> You, you must get one of those for free working with Scottish Alex anyway, do you not? Well, I haven't got it. Well, I mean, working for the trust, I haven't I haven't got my uniform yet, so... Uniform, I, I love it. I'm, I'm winding up a bit. I, a was of, I was, I, I did meet my, uh, yeah, one of my line managers, um, and uh, I was like, well, where's my Scotland kit to meet him? <laughs> <laughs> and then I realised it was old, it was old brand, you know? So I thought, no, you need to, was... Kyle. The old adage is dress, don't dress for the job you have, dress for the job you want. So you should wear your GB. <laughs> I, 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 for me, anyway, my first day in the, the job, you know, I always wear a shirt and tie in your first day. <laughs> nice, doesn't matter how stupid you look. You, you, you always standard, <laughs> standard. 
So just back in your training then, because it, well, it sounds like it's going really well, and uh, that's good. So I guess the 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 alphas are are the are now the sure choice oh, for the day. Got, they've got to be, you know, it'd be it'd be nuts not to. You 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 you're putting yourself in a disadvantage for by well, not. I, the only reason I ask is that it's still the, the at the pro level debate. They're still split. Uh, admittedly, at marathon, I'm not talking ultra, but marathon, there's still a split in opinion. Over the next percent and the vaporfly, I'm sorry, next percent oh. and the the uh, the alpha. I think the alpha has the big has, has got the big stack, big kush. I haven't run them, but that's from what I've read and heard. But some some people at marathon still prefer the pop of the of the next percent. But I mean, I think for me, if I was lining up at 100k tomorrow, I would put a pair of I would put something on that's big, and it would be probably a big light and protect my legs. So an alpha is for me. I think you're making a good call there. Do you know what though? Like ah, you just look like a you look like a fanny wearing them, though, eh? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you stick them on, I'm like, bloody hell. You know, they're bright orange. Like, like, Are they bright orange? Like you'd, be about six, you'd be about six foot tall as well when you put them on. <laughs> yeah, I know, for once. <laughs> That's a... Get into Disneyland, you'll finally get onto the Paris <laughs> the Caribbean. Yes, yes. <laughs> but no, I mean, you know, in all seriousness, uh, I don't know what I'm... Yeah, I, I was thinking about the next percents, but I haven't... I've still got my four percenters, and I think they might still the carbon plate. I don't think the carbon's gone just yet. I think so. you're good in alphas, mate. Honestly, I, I think that's. Uh, I think that the you know you're you're getting and I think you're really splitting hairs between the two to the extent is really what you feel best in, what yeah, you feel right, comfortable yeah. in. And if you've done if you've done the end of a forty mile run, put them on, and your your legs have felt okay. I think that's the that is the main yeah, thing. Definitely. Um, so yeah, no, I think really, yeah, looking forward to it. The only thing now is just yeah, just keeping fresh and just keeping my hip. You know, I've been mentioning about my left hip still gives me a lot of or you know pain probably the last two years. Every time I speak about a race, it, it it's got there's an issue there, but just trying to get that fit, you know, as as uh, mobile as I can. Um and uh yeah, just continue with the sessions I'm doing. I, I think I'm gonna do the same sort of Thing as I did before, you know, have a good recovery after Sunday, do a session Thursday, Friday, then do like a 25 to 27, 28 mile run at 100k pace on the Saturday or Sunday. Um, and then that's less than two weeks to go and just, you know, just dropping down the volume and, and keeping the intensity relatively the same uh, will be the key for me, I think. And, and off we go, off to Mandelo racetrack in Ireland hopefully if uh, you know I've got my double vaccine so you know I'm I'm ready to go I'm all all vaccined up so I should hopefully get there in one piece eh? super I'm very excited well so three weeks so it's now the 2nd of August so we've got uh it's on when is it the 21st 21st of August yeah 21st so perfect so we've got next week is going to be uh hopefully a big uh marathon special for the Olympics and then the week after, we've got a full-on ACP 100K. Oh, Maybe see that, if we get eh? some some comments from some of the other boys and our, our old man Dave as well lining up in a in, yeah, in there. So very, that's really good, actually. So that's um yeah, plenty to talk about. Well, I'm glad the training's going really well, actually. That's really uh that's uh that's good, and and I, mean, I think it, you know, it, gave me, it definitely gave me a lot of confidence going going into it, knowing that I can hold on. I I've got this, you know. I I think it's been a, a while since I've found some sort of form. I mean, I haven't got the, the mileage that I wanted to, but I've been running for years, you know, been running for decades. So it, it should hopefully, you know, it just takes, 
you've got to find it again. You've just got to be patient. So, but I'll, I'm going to go in with a, a fairly, you know, decent strategy, decent mindset. Um, and I've got some. I'm speaking to Coach Lewis at the weekend, so he's given me some uh, some psychology, sports psychology, and some advice and uh, some mantras and things. So I'll, I'll maybe share them with you guys uh, closer at the cool. race. So, but anyway, on to you know, on I, I was going to say on to one hero, uh, on to one elite athlete, but no, I'm not because I'm not. But Erin uh, Wallace, now this is a this is a, a real proper elite athlete, uh, an up and coming superstar in the world of athletics but not only in athletics also in triathlon so here is Erin Wallace hey, Hi Erin Sorry oh, there you are. <laughs> I've not been on Zoom in a while so <laughs> Lucky you how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, I've just been, not been really doing that much to be honest right now. I've just been like training and, because there's obviously like uni's not on right now, so, yeah. but I'm still living in my uni flat, so I'm just kind of like. Oh, nice. You were, spe- you were spending your days watching uh, your uh, Team Young pals running at the Olympics, surely? Oh, yeah, true, true. I was like, I didn't want to, th- even though it was only the heats, I didn't want to see the results when I woke up because I keep going on my phone as soon as I wake up and seeing everything on Twitter. And then obviously like you watch it, you know what happens. So I, I didn't do that this morning and I watched 1500 seats. So it was good. Nice. Yeah, it was good. It was, uh, it was class. And I guess for you, I mean, you, you know, you're, you can, I guess it's hard for us watching it. We're distance in Kyle's case, ultra runners, but for yourself, you know, that's 800, 1500. That's, that must be not just watching Laura, Gem and the other girls, but watching generally as a, it must be, you must really read a lot into that and really take a lot from that, do you? Yeah, I think it's only, I don't know, like I do, it sounds a bit cliche, but I do actually find it really inspiring, like the whole Olympics. Like I kind of forgot, because Rio was so long ago, and I think I didn't actually watch that much of it, but this year I've been watching it a lot more, and, and it is actually really inspiring to watch everyone. And it seems so much less scary when it's like people that like you know and race against, if that makes sense. yeah. So it's still the Olympics, but it's like, like even in the 15, like I've trained with Laura, like I've raced Reggae and Katie this year. So it's like, I don't know, it's a bit weird. That's, that's very like, cool. Yeah, like it's cool. It's just, yeah, it's weird. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, Erin, thank you so much for coming on the show. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we've been, We've been trying to line you up for a while. You know, you're one of one of the ones in the hit list and what a fantastic resume you've got. I mean, it's just absolutely amazing now. I think before, you know, before I go into the, the, the last sort of result you had, um, you know, you've, you've been in terms of athletics, you've been, you've, 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 you've already, you know, won races like the European under 18 championships, 1500 meters bronze you got there. And that was back in 2016 and the Commonwealth Youth Games, you got a, a gold there and um, the world under 20 championships as well back in 2018 a seventh in the final and uh, yeah, and, and obviously the under 20 championships, a seventh in 2019. Now the, the most recent one, the European under 23, is that right? Yeah. Under yeah, 20, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Under 23 <laughs> championships. <laughs> tell us, tell us how that went. Cause yeah, the, you know, 
I'm hugely inspired. I watched the whole thing and it was just phenomenal. So tell us, you know, how how the that race went for you. Yeah, I think I was more I always get more nervous for the heat, to be yeah. honest. Like so I was so nervous on the Friday because I just think sometimes you just go into the heat expecting it to not be that bad. And yeah. then that's when you can get caught out. So I feel like I'm more nervous with that. And when it came to the final, I knew I would be in like medal contention, but I don't know, because I've never really raced these guys before. You don't really know like how, because I don't have any experience, like what their strengths are or anything like that. Yeah. So I feel like I ran the race like the way I should have done. And like I was on the inside the whole time. So running the as little distance as possible. Yeah. And then managed to get through that gap, like up the inside with like a hundred to go. But like with about 10 meters to line, my legs literally just, I don't know if you guys have ever had this before, but they've literally just like had nothing left. So then <laughs> my arm started windmilling and I was like, if the line oh, had been no. five meters further, I actually don't think I would have made it. It was yeah. like everything just left my legs. But I'm glad that I fell over the line because I got a bronze medal for it. So. Yeah, it was, it was amazing to watch. Like, because I mean, you were, it was, it was anyone's race, wasn't it? Like, you know, it could have been, you know that ex, that I mean, what what was the the top four? Was it like within a second? Wasn't it? It was just crazy. And the yeah, girl like, that won, she's just gone through like the semis of the Olympic. Oh really? Wow, yeah, that's so cool. It's quite cool. Yeah, and but that's that's amazing. You talk about you know how inspired you are about what you know watching the Olympics and. But what really strikes me, you know, we we we've you know we know you we've known your name coming up through the first Scottish Athletics results and we see you on on this on the sort of the major these major championship scale and you know for you already at your age having competed at European under 18s the Commonwealth Youth World under 20 you're under 20 you know that is that is uh how do you how I mean you you're how do you are you just continually looking at the next goal is that how you work at the moment or are you just still just uh finding yourself at the at these distances Oh, I don't know, to be honest. I think um, every year I've had like a championship or obviously except 2020, but I don't think there was any championship for me that year anyway. So I've been quite lucky. There's always been like a, so it was like Euro Youth, uh, Commonwealth Youth, yeah. Euro Juniors, and then Euro on the 20. So that was like my big aim for this year. So yeah, it's a bit weird now it's done, to be honest, because like it's probably the same for people in the Olympics. Like you hype yourself up so much for it and then like, it's finished, but there's still the rest of the season to run. So yeah. I'm just like doing a wee training block now and then hopefully getting some more races again, yeah. like mm-hmm. off the back of that. Yeah. You know, do you know what you know, Tom said, you know, what strikes me, I'm going to say, do you know what strikes me for, for my side is uh, the fact that, you know, you're, you, you're someone who's hugely talented, not just at athletics and, and middle distance running, but also in triathlon. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of how I know you from from Debbie and and you know you racing her and uh, and you know obviously um you've she's in, we're both inspired by by your performances uh, on athletics and triathlon, but uh, yeah, I mean, tell us a little bit about your background in triathlon as well, if you don't mind. Um, I think I kind of like fell into triathlon a wee bit because I'd always been a swimmer or like I'd been swimming at club level and then I started doing running. And then, like, I'd heard of a competition called, like, an Aquathon, but, like, I didn't really know what that was. So, like, I almost didn't take running trainers, like, Velcro shoes with me because I thought you got, like, a wee break between them both. 
And then obviously I turned up and I didn't realize it was like straight into, <laughs> nice. that was like my first triathlon experience. And then yeah. that was run by Tri Scotland. And then that's when I kind of like, I did my first one when I was like 10, I think. But like, I was on like a mountain bike, so I wasn't really taking it that seriously. And it was only <laughs> the next few years after that, that I got yeah. into it a bit more. But yeah, no, it's taken me a, a, a lot of places. So yeah. yeah. And, I, and I really like the triathlon like community. It's really nice. Yeah, it just because it's so small, like everyone just knows everyone. Yeah, yeah. It's and, nice. so, and I, I love how um, you know I love how modest you are as well. Like you know, yeah, about your triathlon achievements as well. I mean, you you went to the you know you're part of the Commonwealth Games, the senior team for the at the Gold Coast, right? Weren't you? Um, and that was mm-hmm. when was that? That was that was for the relay, wasn't? Um, a couple mm-hmm. of years ago, and you know you've you've also. You've also, you know, podiumed at the a couple of races, you know, big races as well. Um, is it the the what's your biggest one that you've podiumed at? I've got a couple of results here, but I don't know how accurate it is. But the one to note that I think's a, a big one's the the fifth place at the the ITU World Triathlon Grand Final at Lausanne. Is that is that the biggest one, or you know, what's yeah. what's the sort of biggest triathlon achievement? I was second the year before, like in the same yeah. age group. Oh, yeah. So I was second yeah. and then I was fifth the next year. But like the courses were quite different. So right. it was kind of like two different races. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. That was in Gold Coast as well in 2018. Yeah. Amazing. So, so how did you, so how, I mean, someone, I mean, obviously Kyle is, is much more au fait with triathlon than I am. How are you, how did you get, what's your background? We just, Go even further back. I mean, you got. You said you you started off swimming. You were. What's been your sort of sequence in discovering triathlon, athletics, your kind of career to date? Um, I think I was always just. I think swimming is quite good when you're younger because it gives you quite a natural like aerobic base. So then I think from that I like I was doing quite well at, like cross country, like kind of like longer distance running. So then I don't know. I think I just like continued doing both of them because it, it is. A lot easier to manage when you're younger and I think they do complement each other well but then for me it just got to a point where I was like missing out on key stuff in triathlon that like people I was competing against would do so like say like more they'd be doing more like bike to run sessions than me and stuff like that and then I'd be like missing like speed like speed working like for 800 running so I don't know I just got to a point where I was like I feel like I could be okay at both are like I could try be like spec like get go into one a bit more so I just decided to athletics nice not saying that if people are doing that they have to choose but that was just what I my thinking was behind it yeah yeah and of course you you run for Giffnick North yeah that's cool and that's uh I mean that's um, often when we get you know after your caliber on we it's easy to go straight to the the championship stuff but you know, uh, I love it when we start Googling you, doing a bit of research on you. The first thing we see is a picture of you in a Giffnick North vest. I mean, are you still, you still training with the club? Are you still, are you, are you down on a club night? How's that? Are you still competing with um, them? I actually, I went to go down and see them last week, I think. So I was just more helping with like timing and stuff. Just because I hadn't seen, I was coached by, I don't know if you know Dudley Walker. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was coached by him from the age of like, 12 until I was 18 I think yeah so like different must have been like a massive part of like my running career and yeah. like my life so yeah, yeah well a lot to them to be honest 
and I'm still like talk to Dudley quite a lot and I'm still like in quite close contact with the club so it's quite nice to see but it's weird because I went down the other week and all these people they were like 12 years old when I was there are now like 16 and they all just look so much better <laughs> it's, it's weird it's like a new generation of like Giffen North from when I was there so yeah, yeah. it's nice that we're still in contact and I still race for Giffen North as well that's right. cool yeah, yeah do you um do you find now, you know, it's probably a question that you probably won't ask, but do you find that people look up to you more and you know respect you as an athlete more, or do you think they've always respected you or like in, been inspired by it? Because you know, I think that's something huge, hugely important is you going down to the club where the kids there will look at you and go, Wow, she's like been to the Commonwealth, she's uh, just got a bronze at the European Championships, like be such a, a huge uh, role model you know for the club and do, do you see that or do you just do you feel any different or what's uh what's it like for you not really to be honest it's only when um Dudley's like making me get in photos with everyone <laughs> yeah. that and he's just like he's telling them about me but to me they're just like people like so my younger sister ran as well so she's like friends with some of the people that are there so to me it's just like People that my sister are friends with, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, nice. And what? And and you just interesting. You're going back to training a wee bit. Tell us about a kind of what? What, what does a typical training week look like for Aaron Wallace at the moment? Um, at the moment, I'm doing three sessions a week. So like normally two will be track, one will be like hills, grass, could also be track as well. Yeah. And then I do run on a Sunday and a Thursday. And then I'm still, I've kind of struggled with getting like my mileage up to what a normal runner would be. So I'm still like cross training on a Tuesday and then we always have like a rest day on a Friday. So um, it's quite like a consistent um, schedule, basically. Except when you throw in braces and stuff, then it gets mm-hmm. a bit, it changes a wee bit. I think that's quite sensible. That I mean, that, you know, that thing is your you're uh, you're still a young athlete it's make it's sensible to look what watch that load and clearly whatever you what you're doing now works so there's you know no need to to rush into that and to build that volume that's that's really interesting so hills and track noted <laughs> there you go do you still do a lot of cycling Erin? Uh, my bike has been in the cupboard for about four months now <laughs> like i've not cycled at all <laughs> i got i did it a bit in lockdown actually like yeah, last yeah. summer because yeah. I still was coming back from an injury, so I wasn't running too much. And like, it was nice to get out, like, and like the longer rides. But yeah. I've not really, not recently, no. I'm still just swimming, but I'm not really cycling. No. Yeah, okay. Because we had um, we had uh, Cam and Main and Sophia Green on, uh, like a, a few episodes ago, and you know they they were a bit like what you've said. You know, they they do they don't do that much running, but they do a lot of cross training. Um, and I think again, that's another another example in the show that it doesn't necessarily have to be high volume of running. It's uh, it can it can be a mix, and and no doubt will will improve your longevity in the sport as well. Eh? So it's um, has that always been the case that that, that sort of mix in, Erin, or has it always been like yeah, minimal not minimal running, but kind of like you know a lot of cross training with you know key sessions thrown into that has that always been the case I think it's coming from a triathlon background because obviously that is pretty much all cross training yeah but it's a bit weird like 
coming from the volume of a triathlete to the volume of a like athlete because obviously we like now I'm just hitting the sessions harder with like more recovery time whereas when you're triathlete just like you're constantly on the go so it's just like two different in like lifestyles almost completely it's weird it's different and that's probably you know links really well into what's what is your triathlon aspirations if if any you know are you are you focusing on is that maybe you don't know the answer to this yet but are you are you focusing <laughs> on athletics just now or you know uh, yeah or is it triathlon and or? um yeah no it's athletics for now yeah. okay because yeah i just i just thought i'd have a better um especially when you're younger like a better shot at that right now so yeah okay and do you know what you're that talented you could you could probably just bounce back into triathlon if you <laughs> if you wanted to you know, <laughs> to be honest the standard of British women right now is so high that like yeah. I don't even know like it's it's mental I think there's like six of them in the top 10 in the world or something really? like that's yeah that is, that is crazy and even just in Scotland and you know with the Commonwealth on the horizon I mean that's the these are the you know you've already been to one games these these surely that that must be on your radar right yeah I was I need to get run a second faster than 1500 get the time and I think I'm like two seconds off the 800 time so yeah okay but they're only taking two per event so for a, to Birmingham. that's quite difficult so uh-huh. I don't know I'll I'll go for it but yeah Kyle's not allowed to slag Scottish athletics off because he works for them but I'm going to slag them off <laughs> that is disgraceful <laughs> that is terrible for an event that's like a few hundred miles down the road I mean Kyle, sort it out, mate that I might cool. have read the, the criteria wrong but I'm pretty sure that's what it says <laughs> I work for the trust here, eh? <laughs> <laughs> but that's—I mean, I've just—I've been looking at your uh, your your fifteen hundred, eight hundred times, and I mean, the thing is, you're you're in great company there. When you look at like you know, I mean, Scottish ranking sitting in four, and the only people in front of you this year, Laura Muir, Elish McCog, and Gemma Rike. I mean, that is a—it's a hell of a place to be, hell of a company, and it's that's exciting, really exciting. Yeah, yeah, it just feels like I've all of a sudden like like looked up to them, and all of a sudden I'm like kind of getting a lot closer to them so hopefully in like the next few years to come I'll be like properly up with them but yeah it's just yeah it's exciting to see like to hear stats like that as well yeah and, and yeah I think is if you look at like the last time we were in the Olympics um, you know nobody was talking about uh whether you know for Gemma Riki for the next games you know things can the cycles okay it's only a three-year cycle to the next one but things happen and doesn't matter what championship it is I think that's yeah, the age you're at, the progress is going to come for sure. One one question I've got is, um, you know, you're, God, I've lost my track now. Um, oh, pass. Sorry. Well, maybe. Well, in that case, I, while you're thinking about Cal, so eight and fifteen, that's where you're at. Have you ever had any ambition or thoughts to 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 move up? I'm not. I, I hate asking people that when they're, you know, very talented at that distance. But we've seen even. You know, Ailish is a bit older, but she's moved up. What are your thoughts in terms of events and distance? Um, to be honest, I thought all my triathlon training would like transfer it over and I'd have like really good endurance, but it just, I do struggle sometimes in longer sessions, which is a bit weird because I used to compete in like hour long races. So I think definitely for now, I'm probably like more of like a speed based 1500 runner. So I don't know okay. about moving up. But uh, yeah, eight and fifteen for now, nice. for the training I'm doing as well. But I reckon as the years go on, I'll get more endurance. So maybe mm-hmm. one day in the future, but not anytime soon. I don't think. Yeah. 
that was my question. Sorry, I had a I had a brain fuzz or whatever you call it these days. Um, is you know, in terms of your support, you know, to obviously to in the athletics, triathlon can be, and maybe not. I don't know what your background is, but it can be. It tends to have quite a lot of support. Um, what's it like for athletics for you? You know, what's your support network like? Um, I'm on the Scottish Institute, so I can get access to like everything I need through there. And I'm on the British Futures programme as well. So yeah. that's kind of like nice. the same as the Scottish one, but with like more camps and stuff like that. So they're both really, really helpful. And yeah, they've helped like a lot. So yeah, okay. I'm quite lucky to be in that situation. Yeah. And in terms of, um, you know, what you're doing in your, aside from your sport, are you are you studying at the moment, Erin? Or what's, what's, are you? Yeah, you're studying, are you studying there? Yeah, I'm just about to go into third year of uni. Okay. So I've just finished second year and I'm going to. Jeez, oh, I, I remember when you were still at school when. Uh... <laughs> I was going to say, I must have known Debbie when I was like 14 and 15. Like... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I remember you obviously racing and, you know, just because obviously, like, you know, Debbie's had a, a, well, she's had a couple of kids and, um, and so she's in with lockdown. We haven't really seen the development of you, and uh, it's like, wow, Erin's like you know, <laughs> amazing now. You know, like she just appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> you know, we see you on the TV, you know, and on track, it's amazing. Uh, so yeah, amazing stuff. And what what are you studying, Erin? And how do you balance? How do you find balancing uh, studies with the with uh, with your training? Um, I'm doing neuroscience. Wow. And yeah. yeah. Well, see, at Glasgow, we do like two years kind of generic biology. So I'll be going into proper neuroscience next year. But to be honest, the past year, it hasn't been that bad because it's been all online. So it's not really, I feel like I've not really struggled to fit everything in because it's so flexible. And then in first year, I don't know, I just, I feel like I wasn't actually running too much of first year because I was quite injured. So, and then all our exams got cancelled as well. So I don't think I had a okay. proper like challenge to balance everything at that point, but it'll come in the next two years, I think. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And what's, uh, you know, in terms of future races and goals, what what, what are they kind of, obviously long-term, you know, you'll be, we kind of know where that, that wants to go and, you know, you want to, watch you us watch you at you know the olympics rather than you watch them and what about sort of short term um do you mean like this year yeah yeah um i don't know to be honest like i'm just training right now and i think i'm gonna try get do a few more international races but i'm kind of just at the point where i'm like on the cusp of getting into them so i'm not going to know about it until like quite last minute so yeah, I don't really have like a race plan or anything, but I'll just see like what comes up and like what I can get into and then hopefully get close to that Comedy Games qualifying time. Yeah. At the end of this year. I don't know. Do you know when the cutoff for that is? Is there like a, you know, is it next year? I, I think it'll be quite late on, but. I feel like you can run it quite close to the, yeah. up to the games, but I, I haven't read it properly, so I'm right. not 100% sure on that. Keep your head down and get as close as yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm actually reading. I've got the rule up now because I'm still. I'm absolutely. I'm gobsmacked by that too. So I'm going to. Does it say two people? It does say two in phase one. So it says phase one athletes may be nominated in this phase, provided that it's top twelve at Tokyo. Blah blah blah. A maximum of two athletes per event will be nominated in this phase. 
but I assume that there might be a further phase uh, that maybe there's another one, but maybe not. Maybe, uh, but yeah, certainly. But that's uh, I'm I'm surprised with that. So uh, well, hopefully it's an extra. Hopefully, hopefully it is a there's an opportunity for it to go again. Fingers crossed. Fingers yeah. crossed. Brilliant. Well, Aaron, b- before you go, we've got some uh, fartlet questions. Now you don't have to get off your seat for these. You know, it's uh, it can be as short or as long as you like. Um, I think you've heard of fartlet being a, a runner. No. I was going to say, what is a fartlek question? I've heard of it as a runner, but not like as a... Oh, that's good. Ima- imagine, imagine the questions like a fartlek. So you might do like, it could be, you know, you've got a 30 second, a one minute effort is a short answer, but some of them are going to be uh, like a longer effort answer. So you can, you can give us a what you can give us a one word answer, quick and sharp, or you can ramble a little bit. It's up to you. Right. So Tommy, you want to take it away for the first one? Uh, I sure can. Um Morning shuffle or evening saunter for your running? Um, I didn't hear that. Sorry. What was that? Um, evening was, saunter. Evening saunter. Nice. Yeah. Usually it's a morning shuffle. But are you a, are you a, do you, are you a late riser? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, recently, no, she yeah. But she I've got to get up for so. <laughs> student, of course. <laughs> Uh, brilliant. Uh, and what about what's your favourite sort of shoe of choice? Have you got a shoe of choice? Um, I'm running in the New Balance. I'm racing the New Balance. Um, I don't know what the spike's called. It's like they've got a carbon plate in them, right. so they're they're quite quick. They're like yeah. I sound really bad. I should know this, but they're they're like the red ones that all the like Sydney McLaughlin and like I think mm-hmm. Femke Ball races in them as well. So okay. yeah, I really rate them. They're good. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Are, you, are you sponsored by a, 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 you know, anyone in terms of like? Um, I've got like the New Balance race kit and like yeah. they've sent me stuff. So, okay. yeah. 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 Nice. Good. Very good. good. I think you've got some support there. That's good. Uh, uh, miles or kilometers? Miles. I know triathlon used to be kilometers, but I'm <laughs> to miles now. <laughs> It's like two different worlds. You should yeah, say exactly. My, miles or kilometers or meters. Oh yeah, that's a different yeah, massive. Uh, have you got a favorite running hero? Or I'm gonna say since you do multi sport, are you you know um you know sporting hero? Let's let's keep it at that. I remember watching London 2012 on like Jess Ennis doesn't do much. Oh, so she does 800s kind of. Yeah. But I just remember watching her and like literally getting like goosebumps when she crossed the finish line because I must have been like 12 when London 2012 was on so I just thought like that was really inspiring and I used to really look up I still do look up to her but I even though she doesn't do my event but yeah she's really cool Nice, nice. Don't, don't worry about it Kai White of BMX racing is my new hero so it can be, <laughs> it can be any sport you want um, what else uh, next one for me uh, pre-race meal Oh, I quite like it. If I've got an evening race, going to Nando's for lunch. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. I get it all very plain, but yeah, Nando's. Nice. I like it. <laughs> What's your favourite training session? Oh, God, I don't know. See, they're all just quite hard, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I quite like doing, like, fast 200s on the track, but not, like, all like, so like fast ones with a short recovery right okay yeah yeah nice nice 
last one for me because I, I think this is always a good telling of someone. Favorite movie. Favorite movie. <laughs> you know what? I'm terrible. Like I can't concentrate on movies, so I just don't really watch them. I'm trying to think. I can't think the last one I watched. I think the last movie I watched was Clueless, which was quite good. So I'm gonna go with that. Okay. Nice. I'm just not a movie person, to be honest. Okay, fair, fair, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I was as bad. I was like, I couldn't think of one. Tommy asked me the question. I said, like, Ghostbusters. Yeah, Cal said Ghostbusters, yeah. It's a very, uh, you know, great, not, great movie, to be fair. It's a great movie. It's not my favourite <laughs> movie, but I, I don't know. I just, like, don't know what I would say. I'm still trying Ooh, to I think I'm more watching, like, Netflix series. Or, like, I'm watching Love Island right now. But oh, no. Who's <laughs> oh, watching that rubbish? Like Debbie, what are you doing? There must be a it sucked in. Oh yeah, I, I, the last the last episode I watched, they were locking them up or something in a jailer. I don't know what they were. <laughs> dressed as police policemen. But you've got a bit of catching up to do from that one. <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> I did tell Debbie keep it on, mind you. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I've got one final question for you now. I don't know if you you drink now, Paul. I don't want to offend anyone because I know some people don't drink and. But we do have, we always ask a question to our interviewees is uh, if you've ever, maybe you have done a beer mile, maybe you haven't, but if you were to do a beer mile um, or a non-alcoholic ginger beer mile, what yeah. time do you think you could run? Um, so it's basically you down a pint, you run a lap, you down a pint, so on and so forth. I'm sure you yes, you're a, she's a student. She must understand the concept. Yes. Surely. <laughs> <laughs> I... Um... Now, bear in mind, you're probably one of the fastest track wow. athletes we, we've had on who specialise in mile events. So. You know, I, I think so. I, I, I think, Kyle, I, was, I don't know how many more, how many quicker milers we've actually had on. Jake, Gucci, yeah, Bailey's probably. But still, it's, you're, it's probably, top, probably top 10, for sure. Probably top 10 miler, I would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say like eight minutes. Eight minutes. Because nice, I'm, solid. is that fast? I don't it's know. I'm, okay. I'm bad at yeah. like drinking drinks fast. The world like, record's like sub five minute miles. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe not actually. No, eight. I think it's eight re is realistic. I don't I I know how you hold a pint, but I've run a, <laughs> I've run a 652. And you're faster than me. But I did that when I was a student. You were, you were, I, when when you were in the prime, you were drinking as yeah, well. Yeah, the last time I ran it, I got like 12 minutes, so. Let's put, we'll put you down for eight minutes. Don't worry, we're not going to hold you to it in the short term. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> but yeah, if you ever do one, Erin, just let us know and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll add it to the our virtual leaderboard. What <laughs> a leaderboard? No, we don't. Well, we, we kind of do it in well, our heads. Well, we've, in our heads, we need to write it down, yeah. I think that, I think, uh, I still think, the problem is the better the athlete, the more modest they are. So, like, yeah. you've got, like, guys who are not that uh, – so I say, you know, club runners will come on and be like, oh, yeah, I'll smash out, like, six, <laughs> six minutes. And then the likes of yourself and, uh, you know, pro athlete, proper athletes come on and say, oh, yeah, eight, ten, eleven minutes. So. <laughs> uh, it's a drink and a drink, like a fizzy drink, because, like, beer's kind of fizzy. So that's yeah. a bit that would throw yeah. me off, I think. It's a big, it's a big volume. but um, It's a lot of liquid as well. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Well, if you ever do one with, uh, if there is a, uh, if you ever do one, let us know because we can verify <laughs> the time. I think Sterling Uni do one. Yes. But 
I've not heard of Glasgow Green One. Gosh, keep, gosh, keep do one every summer. We keep needing to get down to it. Um, we'll get a small one up in Aberdeen, but maybe if uh, maybe if Glasgow do one, yeah, perhaps. We get that. Eh? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Well, Erin, it's been awesome having you on the show. And yes. yeah, it's, you, you're a huge ambassador to the sport. And um, I'm really looking, you know, we're not just myself, but I'm sure all the listeners will be following your progress and, and that upward trend. And uh, yeah, just keep it up. And yeah, you're, you're definitely an emerging talent and you're already a, a talent in the sport. So yeah, keep it up and keep us, uh, we'll no, no doubt be trying to you know get you back on once you achieve bigger things as well so absolutely awesome. and good luck hunting those uh commonwealth times looking forward yeah. to tracking how you get on there yeah no thank you and thanks for having me on as well oh no it's been it's been awesome thank you cheers all right stuff thanks, thanks Aaron. Much, Aaron. Bye. thank you see you later Excellent. Thank you very much for joining us, Aaron Wallace. That was great. Really uh, great to speak to someone who's who's uh, new, who's, I would say, the start of her, her career, senior level. And yeah, well done, Kel, getting around. That's great. Very good. I think it's, uh, yeah, you're right. You know, the start of her career, but, you know, looking at her sort of her, her history in, in the sport and triathlon and in athletics, she's been, she's, it just shows the importance of junior development and, and you know, that, that having that club level support if she never had that there's no way she'd be where she is and you can tell by what she's saying how you know how important her coach has been you know how important that club network's been and uh you know it's it's definitely just 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 shows you know without club club yeah. level athletics we we wouldn't have these emerging talents in our sports so yeah looking Indeed. forward to seeing her progress in the next few years so moving on from one sort of uh, talent who is on the very, sort of, I guess, on the upwards trend, someone we hope to see compete at Olympics in Paris and beyond. Let's go back to the games that are on now. Tokyo, uh, we had, uh, we're not, I don't know if we'll have, we probably won't have the Olympic theme as a starter again this week, but we are really, we're loving it. And it was certainly, we're talked, okay, we moaned about the coverage at the start, but if you've got it, it's been, it's been good so far. We're Monday night now, so we're four days into the athletics. So there's one, two, three, four, five things we'd like to talk about. We're going to pretty much focus on the on the Scottish athletes so far, with a bit of a couple of the, the key moments so far in the games we've, we've seen. And next week we'll do a, a thorough, fuller wrap up. So Kyle, starting the first Scott we saw in action was Ailish in the five thousand meter uh, heats, and I worry that we jinxed her. <laughs> do you know what? Um, I think uh, we we had we had Ian Beatty who who messaged us. And I, I think I think our optimism was probably. <laughs> I think we said we'd get what I don't know what it was we said we'd potentially get four or five medals potentially. <laughs> I I still the thing is I still think that could happen, but I really I feel who knows. Hopefully she goes well on the ten, but I just uh, I mean let me let's talk about it. So Elish in the five thousand was looking really good in the heat, really controlled in the bunch, but you know Elish is you know. Long legs, uh, big, I guess, uh, you know, not easy running in a, a group. And it, the group wasn't motoring that much. Um, and, and yeah, she, she got clipped uh, um, late on and, and, uh, and came a cropper. And she didn't go down, but she just lost her. It looked like she just lost her momentum. And she said afterwards that she was, 
she was she was getting clipped all the time or she was clipping girls' hands all the time and uh, it must be quite difficult checking your stride and things and, and in the end that just knocked her window out of her sails and she she just went backwards from there in the last uh, on the last lap and and yeah really quite sad to see someone who had such high medal hopes she came in over 15 minutes okay it's hot you maybe wouldn't expect her to run a, a PB but she's run what's 14.28 or something in a 14.28 yeah, yeah. 14.28 in the you know not so long ago so really she looked gutted uh, she was very I, th- I thought she was quite modest about it in the interviews afterwards but I was really really disappointed for her. I saw a few people saying she should get reinstated. I think that's, I just think that's just racing. Although we did see something bizarre happen with Amos in the, in the 800, but I, I just feel, I felt gutted for her. I really did because I, I really, really, we'll talk about the women's 5,000 final, which was today, but I really thought she had a shot, uh, an outside shot at running for a medal there. Do, do you not think, I, I know she, did, did they appeal? Do you know if the team appealed? Because obviously Nigel Amos got he got reinstated. Was it? I don't. I've no, I've no idea if they. I don't know if they appealed or not. I did. I was trying to find out on Friday, Saturday, but uh, it doesn't matter now. It's all all finished. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm the, I'm the same. You know, it was. She was definitely a, a medal. I think she had a medal shot, to be honest. Um, yeah. Even even looking at the five thousand meter final, which happened today, uh, which I suppose leads us nicely to talk about that. So, do you want to? Uh, but before we talk, I suppose before we talk about that, I mean, Hassan, her fifteen hundred meters, holy moly, that was a uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, chopping and change a bit, yeah. So we talk about so the, to add context, the five thousand meter women's final, which was today, this morning. So in the morning session, Hassan ran in the fifteen hundred heats, as did Laura Muir. Laura sailed through, which was good, really good in doing so. But Hassan went down on the last lap with about three hundred and fifty meters to go. And she gets herself back up and runs. I, I mean, what a last lap that was. She absolutely, mo- she goes down and she wasn't even at the front. She was sort of back <laughs> towards the back of the pack, goes down, lands on her arse, still gets up, motors to catch the group and is still there to put on the brakes for 50 metres and cruise over. It was quite uh, It was quite bizarre viewing. What did you make of it? Uh, well, I, I got a shock because I was watching it in, in real time and uh, yeah, it was a real time. Maybe it wasn't real time. It's probably four in the morning. So it's probably highlights, but yeah, like, do you know? But do you know? It's funny though. Like, see when she fell over, I was like, she's gonna win this stuff. That's how. Really, I that wasn't my. my I was surprised she kept going. No, I thought I, I, she thought, thought five and ten. I thought I just thought I assumed. Oh well, she's only gonna win two gold medals. That just shows how quick, how talented she is, though. So the I'm gonna. You can fall over and still run a. It was still like a. It was. It was still like a sixty-two second lap despite the fall. You don't think that that is that performance coupled with so that happened in the morning. She goes yeah. and runs the five thousand, sits on the back of the five thousand for eleven and a half laps, and then puts the boosters on. And but do you know what though? That. that that in itself, that that sort of the way that run, the way that race was run, fell right into Hassan's hands because the fact Agreed. that she fell over today, she just has to cruise in. She just needs a you know a couple of laps hard, recover well. 1500 final, bish bash bosh. You know, it's only 1500 meters. The 10,000 meter final is only one, a one, there's no heats. So I've got, I've, I think she's going to do the treble. And also the 1500, let's be honest, the 1500 this morning was, 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 uh, was like 800 meters, 900 meters of running, of, of easy running, a bit, picked up the pace a bit, and then 300 meter effort. So just 
And actually, when you fall like that, she obviously had the, the awareness to get up and go. She was so locked on racing. Yeah. And that is a bit of probably an adre- adrenaline hit when these sort of things happen. But I, I've got to say, I find the two things, it's staggering what she's done. And then to go right. to the race today, she, it was a pretty, it wasn't that hot, the pace out of the blocks. Uh, I think they were like, when I heard them call it, it was like 74 second laps, 73 second laps. And she looked really quite easy at the back. And then she came to the front eventually and it ended up being a showdown with, between her and Helena Beery. Uh, and she looked just at a different level on that last lap. Real, She's got such a turn of pace. Um, the only thing is, I think it's, it's the way she does it, she's got such an acceleration. She goes to such a different level of pace. It is quite staggering to watch. And I say staggering in the sense it's impressive, but I understand why some people in the sport are raising eyebrows at it. You know, that is what she's doing is 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 different level. And it, you take the assumption she's a different level athlete, which, you know, there's no other, nothing else to take from it. But it, it's it's staggering, to be honest. Yeah. And if she does go ahead and win the five and the, the, sorry, the 10 and the 15 in the same manner, I'm not sure, I'm not sure what I make of that. And I'm also not sure what I make, I don't think it's a good thing for the sport, to be honest. It may, I, I worry it makes a, it makes almost a mock of the, some of the events. I think it, I don't think it makes a mockery of the events. I mean, it's it's all about in, being innocent until proven guilty and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, the fact that she's she hasn't got a great, you know, having the reputation with Salazar. But I mean, who we we all we, we know other people who have been under Salazar's guidance yeah. and things, and it's not to say that, yeah. But I, I mean, yeah, she, you're right. I mean, she's. But then who's the other fifteen hundred meter last? Is it is it Sage? Sage? You know, that 1500, 350, 351, I mean, that's like staggering in itself as well. But but at the same time, I mean, we can't just, there's there's always going to be maybe not, freaks of nature is not the... the I agreed. That's the right word. I don't know. But like, you know, look at Bolt. I mean, he was... But he, I would say to Bolt, but Bolt didn't have an association with a, with a, a, a coach who's, who's been proven to, to break the rules. And Bolt... So Bolt just did exceptional things. I think when you've got the exceptional things and the that no one else is doing and that association, that's when there is there begins to be a bit of red flag. I think, and those are two. And I'm and again, I'm not, I'm I I really hope, and I think I believe I take you know see I like that your line there. You know she's she's clean until proven guilty. But I think the it, it's difficult because if she is just an exceptional athlete, then. Uh, it's uh yeah it's it's not that's, that's the problem with the sport though isn't it like you see a, a phenomenal result you don't know yeah what to believe anymore and it's always gonna it's like it's it's gonna it's always been like that really um, yeah. and and it's but always you, been like that for cycling as well it's you, true but you, you almost have to believe convince yourself that it's a legit result and celebrate the win but uh, yeah I do, I, I do find it difficult. Like, I, I know where you're coming from, especially with someone like a result, like, you know, falling over and still running the speed you ran. Uh, and that turn of pace. Also, so the other thing on the 5K, just to go back to the things that, you know, how staggering it was, she closed in a 57-second last lap. Now, put context into that, if I was to look at the, if I'm going to do that live, actually, the, the British, let's take the um, British 400-meter runner women. How many of them do we think have run uh, have run fifty seven? Uh, am I right in doing this in the ranking? 
because that in itself is out, is pretty outrageous. I mean, we used to, uh, here we go, women's 400 UK this year. Um, so there are, okay, fair enough. There's probably a, more yeah. year 200 though. Like what, what was the last 300? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that in itself would have been, because she was miles back. She, she must have lost about six seconds, five, six seconds, I would imagine. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I just, I, um, I just think it's the time. It, it, it was amazing, and maybe as you say, it was because it was. It played to her strength. It was a pretty slow pace, but and the, and if that's her skill, that she's she's training for the fifteen hundred. So that turn of pace, we saw Mo do that. To be fair, with and Mo was a you know again Mo's uh, someone who's had questions thrown at him. And, um, I think uh, yeah, I really, I don't know why I've, I don't know I I don't know what my my concern is. It's more actually the way. I don't like the way she's going about doing it. I don't know why. Maybe it's that's bad. That's reflecting poorly on me. That I just don't like this. If she was to win fifteen five and ten, I, for some reason that doesn't sit well with me. I think yeah. uh, athletics has always been a sport where, unlike swimming and uh, track cycling, you can't rock up and do every event. You yeah. tend to specialize at events. So when someone does that, it starts to. It, I don't know why that, that doesn't sit so well with me. But the other thing that I thought was interesting um, in the women's two hundred. Um, I want to get this right because I don't, I don't want to. Uh, there's an athlete who is competing in the women's 200 who has, um, who is, has unnat or is, her natural testosterone levels are, is, I think it's Christine Boma, a Namibian athlete um, who qualified in qualified the semis. No. no, no, I think it's, it's Christine Boma. Now, she, I believe, cannot compete in the, four, in the 400, which is her, one of her preferred events. Because um, she has uh, testosterone levels that are too high, so much like uh, the same ruling for Castor Semenya, but that rule only applies 400 up to the mile. Oh. So she is uh, she. So at the 200, she can, can compete, which for me makes a bit of a mockery about it. In the sense, I've never been that. If I'm honest, I've never been that big of a fan of of the rule that that says, okay, that, you know, you're a woman, but we, we disagree with your natural level, so you can't play here. This is our ball. Go and play somewhere else. I don't really like that at all. Um, but I find it even more, if you're going to do it, fine. But I find it very bizarre that you can still compete at 200. Uh, it's still a sprint event. And I know I'm sure there's some um, physiological reasoning that I don't quite appreciate, but that really it struck me as very bizarre. Do you know who you need to get on for that? Your man. We need to, yeah, we need to get on a big... <laughs> Ross Tucker, yeah, better Ross Tucker. Yeah, if you want to, if you want an informed discussion about this, go head over to the Science of Sport podcast, <laughs> who I'm sure has talked about this. Oh, but, yeah, he's yeah. uh, he's he's just an oracle when it comes to like yeah, science of sport, I suppose. But he he commented in one of your tweets, eh? You 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 were. He did, man. yeah. I mean, we've got to say shout out to uh to Rico, our man, your uh upcoming teammate, pal of ours, who who tagged him in a, one of our tweets and actually we're jumping around olympic events here but one thing i love is on the 100 they've got this heat map that they put across the along the tracks you can see where they're how quick they were and it shows if we take the the um uh the men's 100 the italian who won he came through like an absolute steam train you can just see that heat trace go up but uh but yeah to finish on the 5k i think uh yeah incredible final inc really great to watch shame on the bbc for not showing it i, I think um Having watched it though, you think Ailish, the way that race unfolded, Ailish is not beating Hassan and she's not beating Obiri. So the question is, and to be fair, there was an Italian girl who held on till quite late. 
you know, you know, you never know. I think it would have been a, still an outside a big ask for Eilish, but I think it's just a real shame she missed out and and didn't have the chance to tour that line. And at least she's still got the ten to come. And um, and yeah, the only thing is, I would say is if she seemed to know that's a problem for her, if you had to sort of play devil's advocate, would you not be more inclined to try and get the front in a, a race where it was definitely below? At the pace, what she can definitely handle that pace. Would you not yeah, be better to get load. to get out of trouble and get really yeah. just get to the front by that stage? Only three, maybe two, three laps to go. Get the front out of trouble. If some people come with you and it drives the pace up, so be it. You're going to burn off some people who can't handle that. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a 1500 meter runner at all. So I don't. Or, or sorry, track runner. I know it's 5k, but um, I don't know tactically how that unfolds. I think when I was doing 1500s, you know, I didn't go fast enough to fall over. It was. Pedestrian, yeah, so. yeah. Sorry, Didn't this was five thousand, but yeah. Or anyway, so five thousand, yeah, yeah, probably the same. But anyway, interesting. So we'll see her come this weekend at ten thousand. Um, the other thing, the next one we want to talk about was the British girls in eight hundred. So uh, all three through to the final, which is great. Just to touch on the fact that um, Gemma Ricci looked great. I mean, she looks. I think uh, Keely Hodgkinson looks really good as well. I think the two of them are both in the mix. Um, and you, you know. I just really, you know, it, it now it comes to it with Gemma and Laura, the two, Gemma, Laura, Jake, and Josh at the moment, I really think have got, you really look at them and think, I'm going to be so nervous for those finals. Yeah. Assume the lads make it because, and Laura makes it because they just, they've, 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 they've got a, such a shot. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's going to be, uh, and when do they start? You know, this is where, where, what day are we? Monday, the 2nd of August. Is it the third? I think it's yeah. fifteen hundred fight heat starting the third. I think is that right? I think it, yeah, I think they do. So Gemma and Kogo in the hundred final tomorrow, which is Tuesday. Uh, Bucci's on, and then we don't have a final until the sixth. Actually, with Scottish interest, hopefully they'll make it, which is Friday. So, um, but as you say, there'll, there'll be the heats and whatnot going through. So, uh, yeah, so that that is good. Uh, Laura Muir looked really cruisy in the fifteen hundred today, and the. In her in her heat, which was good, really not much worry there. So hopefully she'll do well. So Kyle, the next thing I want to talk to you about is the the, the high jump gold. Oh, so uh, so just to set to set the scenes for the, the listeners, then Kyle, you can give our take. They, they tied the the Italian and the the Qatari athlete. Uh, they tied on distance. They tied and count back. And as per the rules, they can go to a jump off, or if the athletes agree, they can share the gold. So they cho- chose to share the gold. What's your what's your take on it? I, I I if it was any other Olympics, I would have said, ah nah, go for the gold. But <laughs> because it's such a you know, it's such a strange Olympics, I think it brings it brings countries and people together. I actually thought it was great seeing two, and they were delighted. You know, it wasn't like one of them was like, oh, okay, you can have the gold. We'll, we'll both have the gold, and the other guys delighted, and everyone's like, fuck. I mean, I think I said, you know, <laughs> no taxi backsies, no taxi backsies. <laughs> um, so no, I, I thought it was, I thought it was quite good. I thought it was part of the whole Olympics ethos, and it it it, it gave me a little warm feeling inside, a warm fuzzy feeling inside Tommy. So yeah, I'm all, I was all for it. I think it's, but nice. like I said, you know, any other competition. It's all, all. It's uh, you, you, you're in it for your own. I, I agree. I, I agree, and I think, and I, if someone had said to me this situation would happen, I agree with you. I would have thought I'd go for the jump off. But you know, these are two guys. I, I, 
the reaction was amazing. I think when you've got two people who show such joy, yeah. why would you why would you take why would you want anything other than that? Exactly. You know, and and yeah. I don't think competition needs to be this brutal ruthlessness. Sometimes yeah. competition is like that. I mean, we have yeah. you know, uh, and I think I uh, know there's been it looks to be there's some mixed opinions out there. I think uh, the one thing I, I completely agree with you, and I, I think the fact that they're mates as well. I mean, if you can, the, the thought of you know, these are guys who both had injury issues, uh, Tambiri especially. I think the, the you know, the jumpers, I understand, like sort of the heptathletes and decathletes, they spend a lot of time together on the circuit, so they know each other well. These two are not, I'm sure if it was like a, a pro-vet type uh, relationship, they would probably go to jump off. But here, I've got no issue with it. I think one thing I would say is, some people have said this, and I quite like this concept, is perhaps it should be you can share a silver or go to jump off. Now that would be a different discussion because yeah. if you're you're Barshim who's got he's got Olympic silver and bronze already, then he's because if you're asking two people to say would you like would you like to have a gold or not, I mean on your own I don't think it matters really at this state in that in that context I can see why neither would want to take the risk they're tired it's not that much of a spectacle watching tired athletes try and compete on what would probably be a lower distance a lower jump so. I think if they were to say, "Can you you can go to jump off or take a silver?" I like that concept. Um, and we should know it's not the first time a medal's been shared at the Olympics. Apparently, it's happened 26 times and quite a few times uh, in athletics, including a couple of golds. So, uh, so if we were uh, yeah. so if we were racing the UTMB, Tommy, and we were both in the lead, and I was like, "Man, I'm dying here," you know, and and I'm like falling over, and you're picking me up, and then you fall over, and I pick you up. And like we're just falling all over the place, but we're still winning the UTMB. Do you, and, and we happen to be running side by side, shoulder to shoulder, hand in hand, you know, sinking our stride uh, pattern. What would you do? Would you would you would you would you go chest chest out, or would you would you would you try and you know combine? And 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 the the, the caveat is that you can share the victory. So there's, I can't get my head around that because a, I can't get my head around running the UTMB alone, let alone the thought, the prospect of winning it and sharing it. I think, uh, I think. Right, what, what about another race then? What, what's another good example? I don't know if, say, even if it was like a low, imagine a local half marathon and you're coming in. I mean, maybe that's too low key. Actually, it's not that big a deal. So you would go. Oh, you get uh, all out. Imagine that you you hold hand in hand. You would get absolute belters. You would get absolute, and, and, and rightly so, because in that context. But th- I think that's the that's the thing. It's such a rare situation here that it was ended up tying. I mean, even in a sprint. So what happens on the hundred if they tie down to like the the tenth? I don't know how many th- or the how many thousandths of a second that they tie down to. Yeah. If you if they tie down there, I do, I actually don't know what the ruling is there. Do they? Because it theoretically could happen. Yeah, do they all go? Do they run it again? Do they share it? I mean, no, I think you share it. And then, and again, I've got, I've actually gotten, I don't have that much of an issue with that. I think, uh, again, it depends on the athletes. If some of them was like, no, I'm, I'm the champion here, and I want to prove it, I want to go again. That's, that's fair enough. But in this case, you've got two mates. Uh, I think you'd have to be in the situation. I suspect you and I, anytime we were in a race, I think it would be, uh, I think we would both go for the edge. I think oh, the UTMB is a different one because you've, and again, would you that I say that it's the most ridiculous hypothetical <laughs> ever. But I, if you've been out there for that long, I guess I know the ultra community is, is can be quite different. But I think if you're on the track, you're you're at 10k half marathon, marathon, people have a competitive edge. Uh, yeah. Well, but, uh, well no, I, but I agree. I but I agree with you. I think it was nice. It was a nice moment for the Olympics, and 
I like a it. lot of joy, which the games needed. And the last thing I wanted to get your take on was the uh, the men's hundred. How did you find the men's hundred without Bolt in this new area that we find ourselves in, without any big name by the looks of it? Just uh, I, did it. I watched it. That was it. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's pretty much says it all. Pleased with the winner, but yeah, it was. Uh, who was your man who didn't make the final? Was it Hugh? Oh, Trayvon Bromel. Oh, the the British guy. Um, yeah. What was he yeah, playing at? Zarnell, Zarnell Hughes. Hughes. Yeah. yeah. What was he I playing know. at? He didn't have to just stay in the blocks. Just get a. Even if he come last, you can see he came eighth in the race. So that and that that final was screaming out for an unknown to pick up a, oh, yeah. a medal. So yeah, I mean that Italian guy. What nine point eight? I mean that's. Animal improved a lot in the last few years, apparently. In the last year, I think to, to run 9.8. Oh, boy, that's the European record as well. I think, yeah, you know what entertained me just uh, on a non this is not the race, but speaking of Bolt, I discovered the weekend you probably heard it on commentary as well. Bolt had a son recently, and do you know what he called him? Uh, lightning, no, oh, the other one, thunder, thunder, did he? <laughs> yeah, he called it, he called his son thunder, which is dynamite. <laughs> And his daughter, he's got a daughter. So you were right at first time in the sense his daughter's middle name is Lightning. Which is just <laughs> I think Ben quizzed me in that one now. And, and I think I said one of the other ones. That's, that's, you should have, you should. I'm a bit disappointed you didn't call like Thunder Greg. You know, I know it's not quite Thunderbolt. <laughs> Thunder but... I'm not, I'm not quite that fast. Um, so I think Greg. we're, we've got, we're that, so that's the Olympics, which is really taken off this weekend. We've got, um, so actually, yeah, the rest of the week, Butchie in the five, uh, looking forward to seeing him go. We've got, uh, of course, we've had Zoe Clark in the mix, really. We've had Nicole Jurgen in the mix, really, as well, both uh, representing, uh, which has been great to see them in action. Uh, Laura Muir, 1500 half final. That's a real big watch, hopefully on the sixth. Um, Josh Kerr and, hope, and Jake Whiteman, hopefully both in the 15th final as well on the seventh. Ailey Schultz on the 10th, 10,000 on the seventh as well. And then it's the, the big weekend of marathoning with uh, Steph and Steph on the 7th in the women's marathon and Calum in the men's marathon on the 8th. So I think it's going to be a couple of late nights this weekend marathon watching. But um, just really, I'm just really excited that all those names we've read out, every, I, honestly believe, I honestly believe every single one of them could medal. Uh, which is, you know, marathon is, a, the marathon would be the biggest ask. I think Callum knowing he's got fourth place at the Worlds twice. He had a, I think a strong run at the Olympics in, uh, in Rio when he was at the front for so long. He's surely got to go with a strategy that puts him in a position to get a medal, depending on how the race goes out. So that's exciting. Steph and Steph, I would say it's going to be really hot. So they need to do a Robbie Simpson and just run their own race and hope that it comes back to them. And you never know. I mean, Robbie, the inspiration there shows that it, it can be anyone. So, yeah, all of them. It's just... Uh, I'm, stoked oh absolutely it's going to be exciting well let's let's bring it back home quickly and uh we're going to talk about one of the races that were, came came out was the ph racing club now dan monaghan who uh who, who is one of our you know our fans of the show and uh you know and a, a, a role model when it comes to developing the club uh so he wrote in and 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 basically they got they got a five k on the on the cards which was great you know similar to the campus five k and so we do actually have some of the results in hand which is great so the first three mm. men is Peter Avant Shettleston fourteen fifty five great run from Peter there uh, I've raced him back in the day the short trail cross short trail 
Scottish, yeah, I can't even get my words. Scottish short <laughs> you know, championships, I think it was called. Uh, and Stuart Livingston, Christophin, 15-29 PB for Stuart, well done. And uh, Scott McLeod, who's Metro. <clears throat> now, I didn't realize Scott ran as quick as he did, 15-47. Now, he's obviously he's come on a shape, lot. Scott, yeah. Brilliant. Wow, good job, boy. I think he did one the fast running five, is it fast running, fast 5K? I think he uh, won one of them, yeah. One, yeah. one, one, the, 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 you know, that's uh, an amazing progression of, of running for Scott. And, you know, I didn't realize he was that quick back, back when I last met him. And in the first three women, Jenny Barnum and Inverness, 1720, Shona McIntosh, HB2, 1722 as a wee sprint finish potentially. And uh, Kirsten Maxwell of Gala, 18 flat. And uh, but another note uh, is you know one to note was Alistair Walker's back at it again, hitting some records, hitting some world records. Uh, TV at Dale interview of the show seventeen oh eight a V sixty five world best. There you go. So as uh, yeah, so as as one of the runners said at the end, this this event was a no nonsense, no frills, proper race where running was the winner. So there you go. How about Lovely. that? Very good. I'm, I'm, I'm a, it makes a, it brings a tear to my eye. The thought of these sort of races going on. I'm a bit gutted that I'm not able to just jump in the car, head down, and, and get involved. Um, but as well, great, well done to uh, to the guys at PH for getting that on. Brilliant, top work, uh, Dan and Co. On the uh, on the results sheet also over the weekend was the the Milers meet, the British Milers meet at Glasgow, uh, Scotston. And there was some 1500s and 5K on the go. So we'll just rattle through the, the first, uh, some of the winners in some of these uh, various races. So in the 1500, uh, Ben Greenwood in the, in the A race coming home in 346. Uh, Joe Ewing, uh, in Bracey, uh, 347. And then Ben Patrykas, 347 in third. Um, I'll keep going with that one because it's the, uh, the, the sort of top billing, if you like. Uh, Kane Elliott, 347. Uh, and then in the, uh, keep going, Dan Bradford, 350, Michael Ferguson, 352, 352 for Peter Cameron, 353, Luke Davidson in Vaness, Miles Edwards, 353, Aberdeen AC, good to see him back on the short stuff. Uh, Jamie McKinnon, Camus Lang, 354, Sam Brown, Edinburgh AC, and Edinburgh Union, 354, 5, and then Alistair McGonagall, uh, Cumbernauld, and 354. Now you need to go uh, to get uh, the first uh, female result. You need to go back to Annabelle uh, Simpson, fifty. Annabelle Simpson, which is uh, in the last well, in the five k. I'm just if I just finish up in the fifteen hundred first. You've got Sarah Tate, uh, the Suede four nineteen. She was in the fifth race. Uh, also Sterling Uni, Olivia Varel four twenty two. Falkirk Edinburgh Uni and Hannah Cameron, uh, Edinburgh C and Aberdeen in four twenty three. Anyway, sorry, Kyle. Over to you on the uh, on the five k. Well, uh, yeah. Well, I, I was just I was looking at the news. Well, you, had, you, had, well, you, had, you had the women's. I've got the result sheet here if you need. I've got it now. So, well, the women's event we had Annabelle Simpson, a fine run from her, fifteen forty eight. That's great time. Uh, That's amazing. Megan Keith, so a, a great run from her, a PB for her too. In, in 16.08 as well. Uh, third, women, I actually don't know because I can't see the... Well, while you, while you find that, for Annabelle, that's only two seconds outside the Commonwealth standard. 
for Birmingham, which is amazing. You know, just on hot on the heels of that great run we saw from Morag recently. So it's really, uh, we're getting some serious runs from our uh, Scottish women over 5,000 this summer. Oh, absolutely. Now, I think the third place is in a different race. That's why it was hard to know. Um, in Constance Nankivell, mm. uh, Edinburgh University, under 23. So great run from her, 1736. Uh, do you know who else is running on the well, day? The I've no idea. Well, I know a lot of people who are running, but I Finley, can't Finley think who's running, eh? Our old friend Finley, Finley. Was he? Aye. Finest, finest pair of, well, finest pair of white, uh, white gussets. Oh, exactly. Um, but yeah, looking at some of the results from the, you know, the Heat 1, Jamie Crow, a good, strong result from him, 1407. Uh, Ryan Thompson, 1418. Ben McMillan, 1426. Uh, so yeah, I stacked the first, you know, the, the the first heats absolutely stacked. So great to see Ali Hay up there. I mean, Ali Hay, oh, he's still I mean, kicking he's about, just eh? stuck in time. He just doesn't <laughs> age. <laughs> uh, and but yeah, I mean, yeah, even the second heat was had sub fifteen minutes. So the four of the guys were sub fifteen minutes, and they were in the second heat. So this was uh, the strength and depth of some of these events. So. Yeah, that's that's that. And the only other thing I was going to mention was the some of the other events we um some of the parallel athletics we we had um Kaylee Hago who took on the fifteen hundred meters. She uh, posted a fifteen hundred meter world record in the, the frame running class of six foot fourteen. So well done to Kaylee. Um and yeah, it means Kaylee now holds all six of the race running world records simultaneously. The 100, 200, 400, 800, 1500, and 5000 meters. So well done to, to Kaylee and uh, coach John Owens as well. Um, and also, one to note as well is uh, T20 athlete Owen Miller, who is uh, he's just been picked for the Paralympics. So he's heading away to Tokyo. Um, so he stepped up the distance after his amazing 1,500-metre performance um, and ran the 5,000 metres and ended up running a 14.49, which is a, 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 you know, it's a, a British best for the T20 classification for the 5K. So well done, to, yeah, well done to Owen and the coach, who is Steve Doig. Another one I'm going to mention was, um, was Jenny Selman. Now, it looks like Jenny Selman got a... A 202, I think she ran yeah, it. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Which, again, it's just phenomenal. So, well done to Jenny. You know, she's just a massive PB and only one second off the qualifying. The com is it? I, actually, I don't know if that's true. I think I'm reading the wrong thing. But she can't be far off the Commonwealth Games stand mm. with that sort of time as well. It's just so stacked, the middle distance athletes. It really is. Mental. But, uh, so, yeah, good, good. we're in a good place, that's for sure. So, Kyle, TRS run of the week. Oh boy, oh boy, Tommy! Now you're talking. Do you know what I'm gonna say? I'm gonna say we can, oh, we can give it. We can give it to two people if you want this week. We can share it. No. Special. <laughs> I've got to say, I was really, I was hugely impressed by Owen Miller's run. You know him being, you know, getting a, a you know, a British best in his fifteen hundred meter performance uh, a couple of weeks ago, and obviously making. You know, he's got picked for the Paralympics. I think my. Uh, TRS run of the week goes to Owen Miller. Well, if we're, if we're giving out two this week as a special, then I'm going oh. to give I'm going to give him for the first person ever to defend their title back to back. I'm going to go Al Walker. Oh yeah, that uh, that, that performance, that record breaking performance. Look at that, eh? Jeez, oh well, he hasn't been in touch yet, so I don't think he listens, eh? 
Wow, well, in that case, it's actually you know it's genuine there. I don't even care if he's listening. It's just exactly, uh, yeah, yeah, the respect is there. Exactly, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a master's world record. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's bonkers. And it's not even like 5k on the road is that unrun a race. Surely, of all the distances that fat masters athletes will still run at 5k. I know that I'm just I find that incredible. Uh the M65 age group world records. Yeah, well done, Alistair, and well done, Owen. A great excited to see how you go in Tokyo. Absolutely. Well, Tommy, other than that, I think that's been a good episode. That's uh an hour and a half of fun and frolics from you know, myself, yeah. you and, and Erin jumping on the show to chat all things uh, athletics as well. So what's uh, what's in the cards the next few days for you then? Olympics, Olympics, Olympics. Well, there you go. Yeah, watching, watching yeah. a lot of Olympics. Track cycling's up now, which is good. Well, that's something I forgot to ask was, you know, you're, you, you took part in a cycle race at the weekend. It wasn't Tell a race. It was about that. I, you've you said that to me before the show. I don't understand why you think it's a race. I, I went. Race. I, no, no, I was on my own. Oh, yeah, it's I just, thought you were racing people. No, nah, I just when I said TT, I just I called it a fifty k TT because it's oh, a time trial. No, <laughs> was that was all. I just wanted to see how fast I could ride fifty k. Well, uh, tell people. Tell you, you were like twenty. What were you? Twenty four miles an hour. Yeah, but I mean, you've got to remember this loop at Longchamp. It's like it's quick, and the first uh, it's just Come on, three and a half k loop. No, I'm not playing it down, but it was it was I was in a group for the first 30k. And when I say group, it's just there are hundreds of people lapping this this uh this ring. I need to put a video on the TRS Facebook. Page. <laughs> it, it feels like Swift to that many people, but it's it, honestly it's 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 amazing. And I got I went in and I was riding like sort of solid enough myself at like 32 kilometers an hour. And then this group of boys, there was three of them, and I could hear them come past. I jumped onto their wheel and we worked together for about an hour, just the four of us just like minute oh. turns, and it was really, and it was like not a single word was spoken. I just was kept an eye on my my uh, Garmin each time someone went to the front, and they were doing the proper like go to the right, and then the group comes through. You set up a little bit, get on the back. None of this oh. speeding around the front. It was just like poetry in motion. Oh. Gunnar was running. I saw her a couple of times on the lap, which was nice, and I felt like I was going really well. And I hadn't I I hadn't really planned on how far I was going to go, but then I just thought to myself during it, I thought I wonder how fast I can, how far I can go for thirty k fifty k because I wanted to get back to the Olympics as well. And uh, they anyway, they peeled off after like 30k. I think two of them were together. And uh, at the last like the last sort of 40 minutes was hard going, really. Like, I was and I was as I said to you before the show, it's rare. Uh, what I really liked is getting my heart rate right up, which was good. And I was really hanging on to the, the, the handlebars, and it was good. So, I, I it made it gave me a bit of taste to think, you know, I would I really fancy getting into a involved in a bike race, but maybe as I get fit again on running, that will that will that that will desire will subside, but um. Were you on your fixie? No, no, I was on my, uh, I was on my, my decent road bike, which oh, was, which was well, good. That's, but, uh, that was impressive to see, and uh, it looks like you're in decent shape when it comes to cycling, and hopefully that'll transfer into your running as the knee gets stronger. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, I did like today. I did a ten k run. It was, it was, it was okay. Like two, three out of ten. Uh, I think I've damaged a little bit the meniscus. I need to get that. I need to just let it heal. But I went to the. I was on the bike tonight. Did an hour around the ring. Again, um, when you come out, we're going to get you on the long shot ring. It's crazy. It's just, uh, it's just <laughs> a bonkers place to to ride a bike. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. So, brilliant. Well, listeners, we'll leave it with that, and uh, I hope you've been inspired by our banter. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and if you haven't, then buy your sport and watch the <laughs> watch the remainder of the athletics. Get your week's trial. There you go.
Great. Well, have a good week, Kyle and listeners. And yeah, see you next week. See you later, folks. Boom.